Tenzin. Councilman Tenzin here. Uh, hello. Oh, and no. welcome to Avatar Week. <laughs> yeah, that sound, right. You had uh, some vocal fry going on. We're not here. Uh, hello, young whippersnappers. <laughs> wow, that was really good. Thanks. I think we should make that the intro. Hello. I can't do no, it. Wow. That was like a 1920s gangster. Right. I'll tell you what's going on, see. <laughs> Hello. This is better. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to Avatar Weekly, the Stark <laughs> Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's mm-hmm. episode, Buddy oh, yes. forgot to write down Something the title about the past. Of. After the past. Out of, so, the, out of the past. Out of the past. Out of the, t- yes, today's episode out is box. out of the path. Out past. of the box. And my name is Buddy Stark, uh, and I'm best known for beginning to plan my very first <laughs> ever yes. Yes. path, well, it's D- D&D, but Pathfinder campaign. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Humble, <laughs> humble Bundle <laughs> humble, humble uh, bundle. had a sale uh, of a bunch of Pathfinder things a while back, and so I spent 15 bucks, and now I've got a lot of Pathfinder stuff to read through, and I'm, I'm planning a campaign. So that's, that's a thing. Nerd. Who else is here? It's like you finally just done the last em- nerd thing. Yeah. If if <laughs> you would true. watch Star Trek, I was gonna say I haven't watched Star Trek. Yet. Yeah, that, then that would be the thing that like really pushed you over the edge. Yep. And then if you like didn't have a girlfriend, I don't have a girlfriend. Oh, hmm. I think I still count. Wife. Yeah. Is wife um, less nerdy? And my than wife. <laughs> what, buddy? Is wife more or less nerdy than having a girlfriend? I don't think I'll it's probably either. More. It's just like having regular sex with a woman mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. well that's <laughs> monogamy so who else is here <laughs> i'm hannah and i'm best known for making things uncomfortable <laughs> i'm also best known for being about to start my practicum <gasps> on monday you're practicing yep i'm gonna be is that i assume that's what practicum means yeah i think it's latin, latin for, for practicing. practicing okay or i am practice. practicing yeah i think um is a noun i think you're a noun <laughs> um is a filler um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. Um, my name is Noah of the House Crowder. <laughs> I am best known, have been known, and shall always be known for my staunch, uh, uh, wow, my staunch defense of the original Star Trek series being the best of them. I feel like, doesn't everyone think that? No. Everyone oh. thinks that The Next Generation with Patrick uh, Stewart is the superior show. I think and that, all, that would all be honesty, the best as well. In all honesty, it is. It, yeah. it, 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 like, the, special, the, the advantage they had technologically. Well, um, William Shatner, man. Yeah, how? Can you vote against the Shatner? Am I cutting in Guys, now? Guys, you know, you know Shatner's yeah. in the original, right? And not in yeah, that's, The Next Yeah, that's what we're saying. What we're saying. Oh, oh yeah. because Patrick Stewart. Right. Yeah, is is the William Shatner of that series, and he's William not. Shatner's he's bad. not. Yeah, well, but Leonard Nimoy is Spock, and That's true. I just like the I like those characters a lot more. I Who's do like Spock? Picard. Oh right, there's no Spock on the next gen. They're new characters. No, but they have Data, who is right. like similar to Spock Creepy. because he's a robot. But I like, like it. it's interesting because like Spock is a Vulcan who has all of these emotions but chooses to suppress them, whereas Data is a robot who cannot feel emotion but desperately wants to. So it's like... That's an emotion. Isn't it? I don't know. I guess maybe desire is not an emotion. What is it? Well... Let's have a philosophical discussion on this, buddy. 
hit it. He's going to take us into the next segment. Of I know. The He's podcast. such a jerk. Ah, oh, to be a robot that can <laughs> feel emotion. You're basically there, bud. I think at this point. What a life that would be. Do you guys want to do the recap? Hey, let's do that. I guess so. Uh, does anyone want to go first? No. Just go, buddy. Okay, buddy's going to go first. Oh, <laughs> I was about to. But that's Way too long. Slow. That's what I was hoping you'd say. Anyone going second? Hannah will go second. All right. Okay. I'm a quick. team player. Nice and easy. Uh, and I bet that's the order we do more than any yeah, I think so. recap order. Yeah, it could be. It's the order we do everything in. And if we don't, it's because I'm starting. I don't think Hannah's ever started in her life. Yeah, I don't like to. And here we go. Uh, we open with a phone call to Councilman Tenzin about a crime scene, and we see Tarlock faking an equalist attack. Yeah. Hmm. And Cora's gone. She's been kidnapped. And <laughs> Lin Bei Fong is hearing this on the radio, so she gets up and gets into her vigilante costume, which is just her suit with a coat over it, I guess. <laughs> and she breaks the rest of the the Avatar squad out of prison. Oh, you going to say Angie? I was, yeah, I was. The Cora Fora is what I've decided. Hey! I said that last time and nobody gave me credit. That's awesome. And so they go <laughs> burn down the Equalists because uh, they think the Equalists have Cora, but they don't, and then they escape. What? And they realize that it's actually Tarlock that was doing it the whole time. And so then we cut to Tarlock where he's got Korra in a house. That's like the end, right? No. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, He's a bloodbender. We knew that. Dang it. Yeah. While this is going on, Korra is having visions of a bloodbender who turns out to be Tarlock's father. Mm. And then Amon. Yeah. and uh, So, yeah, Amon uh, shows up at the Korra place and takes away Tarlock's bending. And also, he seems immune to bloodbending somehow, <gasps> which makes me speculate. Like, is he a robot? So anyway, that's it. And Cora escapes. Um, Cora escapes by kicking butt and taking names. Yeah, but not uh, bending. She's all out of bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I think that I contributed it. a lot to you that. Did. Oh, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness you Telling were Telling us things from last episode. Well, so Hannah, since you know exactly <laughs> what's going on, I'd like to yeah. hear your score first. The yes. Cora Fora. Um... Is the Cora Fora getting a Fora piece of cabbage? Oh, damn. That was good. Um, Thank you. I, guys, I'm having a really hard time rating because I'm not feeling any emotional connection still to the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, on my phone the whole time because I didn't really care. Okay. But is that first? different from any other episode? I'll yeah. give it a 3.8. Okay. Weird. That's fine. Eight. Interesting. That's a, that's a weird Yeah, we, we don't do point eights here. Like, we've done 3.75. We've done, like, I'm a... I'm on four. Yeah, I'm on four, too. All right, cool. Buddy? Huh. You should write your number down and before we speak, bud. Yeah, there is exactly sh- one reason why, and while you're thinking about it, I'll tell why. Um, seeing Aang and the uh, and Toph and Sokka was really was fun for cool. me. That was like my favorite part. That was my. Hobby. But I feel like Buddy's gonna have to give it a low rating because it has so many things he fundamentally disagrees with. Mm-hmm. Like no, for sure. I, before you guys were talking in my head, I, I was at a three. It's a three. Oh, it, yeah. It's, wow. it's a standard it was exciting. It's a standard episode to me because and and that's exactly like why I'm I'm wrestling with this so much is because there is so much good yeah. about this episode, but there's also so much bad. Because we know you episode. hate the blood bending thing. Yes, which we'll get to. So I think with us typically, I think Hannah, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, typically when the good outweighs the bad, it like almost negates the bad. That's so how like, it works. The good outweighs the bad. <laughs> <laughs> you goofball. No, but so like I'm, I'm. 
if you like something, yeah, it's true. Then I like, and there it. are bad things in it. You still like it, and you give it a really good score. Yeah. Whereas, like, maybe a more practical person would be like, "Well, there's good and there's bad, and the good slightly outweighs the bad, which means it's like a three and a half." It's like, buddy, I know. Where I'm but like, also, oh, fuck. when I was watching these, this, I was like, these things bother Buddy so much, like he can't ignore them. It's not like something small. He hates it. <laughs> oh, I do. But I, it was kind of funny because Sokka even gave this reasoning that. I was like, oh, that's going to make Buddy hate it even more. When he was like, I even fought someone who could shoot fire with their head. And I was like, we hated that. <laughs> and what was you're the other one? Oh, and Toph, all the things. Yeah, Toph Toph created mental bending. Band. Yeah. Yeah. Which you are, f- are fine with? Uh, again, uh, my only problem with that, because I like the Earthbenders can bend metal. I think they yeah. should be able to bend metal. My only real issue with that is that, like, there were a hundred avatars before Toph and no yeah. one figured out metal building. Well, like they just. That's what I was thinking a lot about it. And I know we talk about this. We do. So much. And the guy, the prosecutor even said skills like that are rare. Mm-hmm. He didn't say it's hard to learn. He said it's rare, which makes it seem like you can't learn it. Like you either have the ability to, to do it or you yeah. don't. The, Is that and where touch, we landed? T- I don't know if that's what the original rules were, but they'll touch on that in like season four. Yeah, we're coming up to that. When they talk okay. about metal bending. Yeah. And uh, and they're making it seem more genetic. Like you either yeah. have this ability f- or not. And I feel like we, even when they do address it, I feel like we get mixed signals about Interesting. it. Interesting. Because I do wonder if like the Avatar doesn't do any of those special ones. Like maybe, like you said, they're a jack of all trades. So maybe they just don't have the ability to... I, yeah. That makes no sense to me. I just feel confused because I felt like when Katara learned bloodbending, it was like, this is just really advanced. But, like, anybody can learn it, but that's not how they made it seem. They, yeah, they didn't. And because, so one of the issues that I had um, with, so we've seen Katara overcome being bloodbent. Really? Like, By uh, Hama? yeah, Hama, Hama was bloodbending her, and she, like, made the statement that, like, my bending's more powerful than yours, and it basically broke out of. So then it's just being like strength, right? And so I do. So like, okay, if we're gonna go with that, then it doesn't make sense to me that Yukone is able to keep forty-year-old Aang blood bent. That was is interesting this, because not only that, like but he's like a, fully a room realized full of avatar. people. Yeah, like, like he's doing a lot at once, which seems like you shouldn't be able to focus on it. Like, yeah. what's the limit? Can you? freeze a uh, football stadium full of people well but if it well, is genetic they could football. they be i'm just saying could you know, they be especially no. strong bloodbenders like it seems right, like so it clearly runs he there. is yeah like he is a very strong bloodbender yeah i just ang uh, f- again 40 year old fully realized avatar ang i just feel like because at that point he should be able to toggle the avatar state at will like that's well, he did go point. into it. Eventually. But I just like, why are you but trapped also, in, a, in a bloodbending state? Can we talk about that? That didn't make sense to me, bud. Um, and I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Why is it when he was in the Avatar state and he just turned it on like he just was instantly immune? Yeah, well, and... Because, like, I, do you see what I'm me, saying? Because, like, he was struggling against it, and then he turned it on the Avatar state, and then, like... Doesn't he have more power when he's in, in the Avatar definitely. state? Isn't that the point? And yeah, well, but, but my like, point is... he still is, has blood in there. I don't understand how you... But if you're going to go with Korra's, or Katara's argument, that, like, my bending is more powerful than yours, and therefore I can break out okay, your blood bending, which is how sense. she did yeah, it with Hama. Yeah, yeah. But my problem is, Aang should be able to do this at will. That's right. the whole point of being a fully realized Avatar. So why doesn't he do it in the courtroom? Like, it makes no sense that he would, like, let slow. the guy escape and drive away. She's yeah. whimpering. Yeah. 
Leica. What are you doing, Michael Pops? What are you doing? She's like making more of I herself. see them all yours. Um, anyway, I find it very confusing. So then, is Amon a really strong waterbender? Like, he's stronger than, what's his name, Tarko? Tarlock. Tarlock, if he's able to, like, work through it, like Katara? That's where the evidence is pointing. So he's a waterbender? Seems that way. But I thought he wasn't a bender. That's what he would have you believe. Ugh, annoying. <laughs> also, I like totally forgot that he could take away bending because when Lynn found her crewmates, I was like, oh my God, she bent the bars. Why didn't they think to bend up the bars? Okay. So <laughs> here's the other thing that, that, since we're here, here's the other thing that drove this episode down for me. Great. We've talked about this before, but some people and the show, actually, if we're just going to forget about spoilers, the show. No, don't forget about spoilers. Well, because you've just guessed it. Oh, You've I'm right? That yeah. he is a waterbender. Oh my gosh. And he's a very powerful bloodbender. And the show makes How it exciting. out yeah. that he is able to use bloodbending to, it's sort of like an internal chi block to That's take, how away he takes away their powers. people's powers. That makes sense. Okay. So, are you mad about that? If that is the case, and he is using bloodbending, in every other instance of bending, you have to continually do it. Yeah. It, so is he monitoring everyone he's ever stolen bending from? And if he dies, do they all just get it back because they're no longer being blood bent? Like it just, it makes no sense to me. I guess so. But now I'm foul. sad because I guess something right. and I'm very well done. Thank nice you. I never guess anything yeah. <laughs> right. And I didn't read ahead. And for those of you that complained that said that when Aang did it uh, with like spiritual energy, there was a big light show that went with it. <laughs> and so like that's evidence that this is actually a different type of takeaway. But well, in the cut scene when he took away Yukon's bending, there was no big light show. That's true. And presumably he did it with the same spiritual process. Yeah. Aang was doing chi, right? He wasn't doing bloodbending. Correct. Because yeah. as far as we know, Aang can't bloodbend. Right. Um... So I guess that would answer my question of like why Cora can't metal bend herself out of the crate. Have we seen her metal yeah, she, bend? She does not she seem doesn't. to know how to metal bend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, that makes sense then. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, I have no problem with them not being able to do it. It's just yeah. like the rationale they constantly give for blood bending. It seems to vary depending yeah. on what's convenient at the time. Well, I'm. I mean, you know, when you make a show like and you make Katara, you're not thinking all the way through like. Clearly. So Gosh. the thing, though, about what you're saying is that uh, uh, Cora learns how to metal bend. She does? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. she just learns? Yeah, in season three. Oh, gosh. That drives me nuts. Yeah, so it just, I don't, I don't does know. Does she learn to blood bend? I don't remember. Honestly, I don't. I find All it right. hard to believe that she wouldn't. Just because how else are you going to Do you play? think blood bending is so interesting? Yeah. But like, yeah, it is hard. Katara broke from Hama, although we think Tarlok's like a really powerful bloodbender. He's clearly more powerful than Hama. And that's why Kor couldn't like break yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, let's see. I One of my general thoughts before we get into my more specific stuff was just that Lynn continues to be baller. Yeah, she's cool. Like, but why, she's so cool. Why is she just wearing a trench? Like, does she not have any other clothes? Yeah, probably not. She seems day? like that kind of a person. Stop it. Why is she, she just took just... her pin off. <laughs> <laughs> well, but she was, her clothes was a metal, so it's probably like a good protection. Yeah, what a what great way to get dressed. It seems like comfortable. Yeah, but if you can bend it around you. I guess that's true. Hey, buddy. Being barefoot Wump. seems crazy. Can we, t- can we talk about say? Faraday's cage? 
<laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I thought that too. Do we have to? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the short of it is that uh, since Katara was inside Cora. the metal box, Cora. It, that her too. Uh, the, <laughs> I've heard she wouldn't ways. have been electrocuted anyway. Like she didn't need to do the. Oh, I wall. wondered about that because I thought that was very clever. It was very so, clever, and it would have worked. But also standing there and doing why would it have worked? Why would Cause, it? Because it's effectively what's called a Faraday cage. I don't know what it means. Why well, your car is you. a safety point when during a lightning storm? Is yeah. a safety point? Yeah, that's that works somewhat. Uh, it's a little bit problematic. Uh, because cars are really complicated, they're not like pure Faraday cages, but it's now. not. Yeah, but it's not the worst thing in the world. So I don't um, understand. She could have just stood there and been fine. Yeah, right, because, because that electricity is going to travel on the outside, right, buddy? Yeah, basically, an external field uh, applied to uh, a solid box of metal or a, a wire mesh of metal will generate an internal field that will oppose the external field, mm. and you won't get any charge on the inside. Well, whatever. She looked got a work arm workout yeah you know? and there was all kinds of lightning sparks and things yeah, exactly. so exactly and she yelled but yeah she didn't ah. need to she could have stood there and made little ah. jumps well it's good to know I, when i tried to escape a box and someone's lightning me right I'll well just stand there it's important that they are lightning the box and not you if they stuck yeah. the rod inside and like poked her with it obviously it's a problem oh no yeah, yeah but jumping may not necessarily then? solve that either no it would not <laughs> <laughs> okay so i just right. i thought that was interesting Noah, look uh, at your science knowledge. That's like the only thing I remember from Swagger's physics class. Still, I don't remember. I didn't remember that. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. It's probably because uh, Faraday was a character in Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Lost? Unfortunately. All of it? All of it, unfortunately. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, Ugh. that show sucks. Sucks. No one can convince me otherwise. Me you watched all three good seasons and then the rest of it too? Yeah. Well, I only made it to season two. Still couldn't get into it. I just think people lied to me. I think it was like this big it's, conspiracy, like, it's let's tell her this is a good joke. show. <laughs> I don't know. It might be one of those things where if you're watching it week to week, that could be really fun. You're like, oh, that's well, true. that's going to happen. But when, you, and when you, you binge it, you're just like, okay. This is stupid. Nothing's happening. I feel like it's the same. So I, I feel like it's the same like with The Office. Because like, mm. I remember in college, mm-hmm. I would go to... Like every week we'd go to a room yeah. with like eight different people and we'd watch Lost together. And it was like a thing that you did. Like it was That's a social true. thing. That's true. It's like a club. And I feel like the office, they had those parties too, but I like yeah. I wasn't invited to those parties, you know, the Aww. people that watched The Office. And so like I never watched The Office because like watching it alone, it's, like it's a not community that great. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is why you and I get dead, so too. excited to watch new seasons of The Great British Bake Off together. Oh, yes. Right? That and Gel's Marble Runs. Yeah. That's <laughs> our <laughs> We watched a new one today. <laughs> I argued today. about Star Trek, and you oh, guys are the yesterday. nerdiest people on this podcast. That's true. <laughs> How's that? Make I you think feel? that Buddy's nerdy, and I'm not that nerdy. You're like quirky nerdy. That's my, Thank you. Why my marbles are in first place? What's Buddy's kind of nerdy? Just like geek nerdy. The worst kind of nerd. The smart kind. It's true. Yeah. Right, because he doesn't like like what's uh, nerd pop culture stuff. Yeah, he just likes science. He just likes the sciencey <laughs> marble stuff. He does like OG nerd. He OG does nerd. like some pop culture stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, but, I don't think I have any more thoughts. But can we just can we talk about how stupid Lost is a little bit more? <laughs> You're gonna alienate really some alienate. listeners. Yeah, let's just start talking about heroes next, and we'll. I've heard it's a generational thing. Half of our people. And buddy's old, old at heart, so. <laughs> oh, Velka. Girl. I know. Look at her. Sweet pop. Can you see her, Noah? Yeah, she's super deaf. <laughs> They seemed like they had a good time with you. They were in such a good mood when we got home. Yeah, I mean, we all had a blast. I'm so except glad. For that, except for that first afternoon when they just 
Leica Ugh. grabbed yeah, a blanket, I mean, pulled it, sat in front of the door for six hours. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that the worst? She does that. Yeah. They still do that when just Buddy's gone. Yeah. It makes me so mad. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I uh, sit there and whine. Well, and then whenever I'd acknowledge them, um, Leica would get excited and grab something. Oh. And just, like, take it, show it to me. But, it's the cutest thing. Did you guys know that the two equalists who discovered the empty tram car were voiced by uh, Michael DiMartino and Brian Konetsko? Huh. Cool. No, that's funny. They created the show. Gotcha. <laughs> oh yeah, they were the they created um, Last Airbender, and so yeah. they voiced those characters. That's weird. Um, Odd choice. I thought it was interesting. I didn't notice this until the wiki said it. Um, the healer treating Tarlock's wound is the first male healer we've seen in this series. In I saw any that series. Too. Isn't like the only healer we healer we've seen Katara. Oh, no. No, because uh, they were doing the Northern Water Tribe when we... Yeah, the Northern Water Tribe had lots of them. Uh, I, I think we've seen... Was it... I think it was either Grand Graham. Uh, Grand? Grand. Yeah, yeah, her too. Oh, my gosh. You're um, on fire today. You'll never learn. And I think there was another female healer. I think Buddy it is interesting that they oftentimes make healers women and, like, those kind of things, because now weren't doctors mostly men? Uh, yes, and that has its problems as well, it turns out. Surprise, surprise. What do you mean? Uh, there's, um, so when they, for a very long time, like up until the last 20 years, because I've got, in the PhD course I'm in, there's uh, some people who are like dual track and they're in the med school as well. But and Weird. Yeah, people are weird. Um, and up until like 20 years ago, like all textbooks and like med school textbooks and things, they uh, drew human anatomy from like almost exclusively from a male perspective. And then like the female perspective was kind of addressed as like, treat it like a man, but with these, with a reproductive system, with these added, uh, yeah, added hormones and whatnot. And like, that's kind of how it was taught. It's like, okay, but this is very different in some aspects. And which gets into like a very interesting concept of like, is gender really that different? Sex. Sounds like it is. In some, in some ways. Yeah. In some physiological ways, it really is. Yeah. Oh, crazy. You can't like tell I'm if I'm weak. a man or a woman underneath my skin. <laughs> my skeleton won't tell you. Oh, boy. That's science. <laughs> Buddy, if you ever uh, want to have a science off, let me know. We'll do. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll line something up. Did you guys notice uh, that uh, during Aang's chase scene, the original Aang theme from the series can be heard? Oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Go listen to I it. I wish we'd seen Katara. Yeah, that seems like crap. Maybe it's because we've seen her in the show. Yeah, maybe already. because she's not dead yet. Yeah, <laughs> neither is Still. tough. What? Oop. Shut up! Are you serious? Oh, no. It was a joke. She. I want to see Zuko. She's so super bad. dead. Oh, he's dead too. And I want to see Zuko and Katara's love child. Everyone's dead. Yeah, it's actually Tenzin. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Except it. he's an Airbender. Yeah, like Hannah. <laughs> That's oh. the joke, you ding dong. You're rude. I know. I got it. I got there. I thought it was interesting that Tenzin was so quick to jump against Tarlock. I thought that was I. They did, did not at all line up a reasonable explanation for why he would come right? to that complete conclusion. I, okay, so like, so I hear me out. No, I understand that. that Tenzin like freaking hates Tarlock. Like, I get that. No, it was crazy. But like, you're in the camp of the bad guys, as far as you're concerned, and like this random. Uh, Equalist is like, we don't have him. Uh, Tarlock set us up while he's like being interrogated. And then he's like, like, oh, you're right. It's totally, I'm going to believe you wholeheartedly, strange man. 
I could see them being like, uh, okay, well, like, we let's go look at Tarlocks, and then that servant could be like, yes, he did it. And then they'd be like, oh. oh wow. Jacques is like, my Tarlock. <laughs> but it was, I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, so you're just like a master criminal detective or something. <laughs> but only like, but only when the answer is given to you. <laughs> I feel like they just did this plot line so that Lynn could rescue her soldiers, and then, like, it just felt kind of pointless. Yeah. Uh, no, know. it was also so... Um, Asami could see that Mako still loves Korra, or loves Korra, period. Don't talk to me about that. Oh, that was such a good part of the show, though. I we like did such a, a good job avoiding it up until this moment. Well, there's a reason for that. The... Go ahead. It's my low. Oh, uh, well, oh, I see. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Would you guys be alarmed if someone, I mean, like, overcoming the, like, supernatural, if people had these powers... I think it would be really scary if I had a penis and someone just zipped up my zipper without me knowing. Yeah. <laughs> because all I could think was like, what if you caught his ding dong in there when you were zipping it up? Oh, well, then he should have been wearing underwear, man. He's going. But he's going what commando. If, couldn't with you catch it up like still? Like, 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 I don't think now. they had underwear back then. I didn't think they had zippers. Good point. So anyway, that's all I could think right, about. Was like, with metal it bending, is a different world. That's true. There, like there, that. Yeah, there is no back then. There's a different world. For all we know, they got underwear and zippers way before we did. Really <laughs> ready for Belinda to become a meaningful character. Wait until season three. Uh, that's so far. Actually, he's Does got a anything happen in season, season two? Yeah, we learn about Avatar 1. And Boy. literally nothing else. Well, Arby Plaza's in it. Oh, I do else. love her. Well, and she's right. part of Bolin's plotline, which I think is funny, but it's not overly meaningful. Um, my zipper was the my last thought. It's interesting. Um, the the creators um, said that in like a behind the scenes thing that Aang's message to Korra, which is what the visions are supposed to be, that's what Tenzin was telling her, mm-hmm. um, was meant to warn her about Amon, not Tarlock. Well, they can say whatever they want, but I don't think it accomplished that. You might change your tune. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Unless Amon is Tarlok's dad, and he... <gasps> is that right? Not quite. Do you want to know? What do you mean, not quite? Am I close? Do you want to know? Kind of. No, don't tell me. Okay, well, then stop <laughs> Just guessing. Just blink at me, if I'm right. Because Buddy's also yeah, not going to lie to you. I'm going to blink Morse code saying you're close. Why You're are you, bad at why are you yeah. your, your lips, He just, I know, he just, like, scratched <laughs> up his face. Mostly because I don't know Morse code, and that was just a joke. Man, I'm really glad this is an, an auditory, auditory? Yeah. Auditory medium. Oh, my God. It's his dad. Another, no. No. It's his mom. Yes. It's his Nailed sister. It. Nailed it. It's his grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it's his grand-grand. She's very tall. <laughs> Another thought that I had uh, was that apparently the new chief of police is just like cool with Lynn breaking people out of prison because they met later afterward. He's useless. And the people that she broke out of prison were standing right in front of him and like it never came up. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear he's a stooge. And like the stooge of all stooges. Like prison breaks, whatever. That ain't my job. I know. Where are them guards? (laughs) I thought. um... Where are them girls at? What? Is that how the song goes? Never mind. I have no idea. You know, Buddy's really not the pop culture person you want to talk to. (laughs) Buddy knows a surprising amount of 2000s rap songs. I think we should do a a podcast about pop culture. 
And by we, and I then we ask Buddy what he you. thinks it is. Yeah, where Hannah brings up things to Buddy, and Buddy <laughs> has to listen to it and decide whether it's interesting or not, or real. Yeah, basically, if it's uh, 1980s pop music or early 2000s uh, rap, then I'll be good. And other than that, I'll be pretty out of it. Although I do know some 90s like boy bands because that became big when I was like in high school and middle school. You know so who wrote a lot of those Backstreet Boys, songs. Degrees. I'm familiar with those. Do you know Britney? I'm aware of Britney, but she's not a boy band. It's Britney, so? snitch. So, yeah, but yeah, I know I just 90s. think you should know her. Well, I know 90s Britney. I don't know a lot of, because she's still been making stuff. Doesn't I don't really matter. know. Okay. 90s Britney is what you need so to yeah. know. <gasps> Noah, that's my favorite Britney Spears I, song. You, do you think I don't know that? I don't know. My room was right next to yours for so long. <laughs> do you think there's any chance I don't know what your favorite songs by certain artists are? Well, I don't know if your favorite song is still Danny California. Oh my gosh, no, it's not. <laughs> I still know all the. My room was right next to yours, and I heard it a lot. Yeah, I was just gonna say under the bridge. That's under the bridge. That's not Danny California. But those two songs you played a lot. You know what my least favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers song is? Is it under the bridge downtown? It's can't stop. Because it's like the most. Oh, that's horrible! Can't stop. It was the most. It was the most popular one, and yeah, people like to play it because it was really easy. That I forgot about that. Was that on Guitar Hero? Uh no. Oh. Red Hot Chili Peppers only had like one or two songs that I know of that were on guitar. Was game. it Under the Bridge? No. Um, oh. They had, <laughs> on the third one, they had Suck My Kiss. Oh. Yeah. Suck My nope. Kiss. Nope. Kiss. It is Kiss. You got it. You caught it there. Uh, let's well, see. I th- Oh, go ahead, Noah. I was going to say, um, I thought the guy that they got to play Adult Aang was pretty good like i actually thought he kind of really? i don't know how to yeah, describe it but I he agree. sounded a I lot the same like thing with toff I, I would believe that that it was the, yeah. the kid that played ang as an adult yep yeah i thought that and i like like i said i, I think the actress for the adult yeah. actress for toff was really good too. yeah the way she said probably the same person saka not so much i just that's funny because i just thought they all i was like oh they just made them nondescript adults like because no, they have to. Because it was even like he's got like a rasp, like a raspier voice. Like I don't know how to describe it. Ang, like I yeah. I, I like that they all wear the same clothes as adults. Uh, did you guys <laughs> see the? Well, Sokka had a nice fancy coat. That's um, true. He looks exactly like his dad. Yeah, like, he did. They look. I think they pretty much use the exact same face. Does Sokka get married? Do we ever see Suki? No, we don't know anything about Sokka's life besides the fact that he's a judge. Uh... Yep. What do you call it? Oh, we've got some well, emails. So the other thing I wanted to mention, though, was, I'm just kidding. You can do it after the email section. There ain't no rules there. Uh, we've got a few emails uh, that our wonderful fans sent in. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. It's a great part of our show. We really like doing this. It's the only part of the show I like. Every wow. time we record, I ask Buddy first, do we have any emails? Because <laughs> that dictates how excited I'm going to be for this episode. Mm. Uh, we got a few more emails from Ben K, uh, and he's uh, generally just very complimentary about what we're doing. He also uh, mentions during one of his emails that he's on his third listen through. Whoa! So Ben, my, what a friend, my man. I've never listened to it, so so yeah. So he <laughs> knows our three times better, better than, than we do at this point. Yeah, for real. What Noah? With certainty. Nothing. Just mouthing off. Sometimes Noah like cuts out when I think we're if, talking. if I talk while you are already talking, it cuts me out. But that's fine. Yeah, I can't hear you. Let's hear. Okay. Let's hear Ben Benke's. Uh. 
I mean, that, that was most of it. Like, like I said, he's got a lot of uh, uh, just kind words for us uh, talking about how much he enjoys our podcast. But Does any of it say that Hannah's his favorite and she's so funny? Yeah, over and over. Right? It's weird. It's just, Ugh, that's Hannah... too much. <laughs> no, of course not. I wouldn't him. It's, it's the exact appropriate amount of times. <laughs> yeah. Three. <laughs> Uh, we also got an email from David H., uh, which we talked about on our other podcast called Stories, which if you haven't oh, listened yeah. to, do hop over and listen to that. We uh, addressed uh, – I didn't know that apparently uh, an ice cream float in New Zealand is called a spider, so I learned that. I, Thanks, actually, I actually knew that already. If yeah, you're yeah, curious about why that later, is relevant, <laughs> go listen to our <laughs> Stories podcast. Uh, but he also talks about this uh, particular podcast. Uh, he says that um, – he has watched uh, Atla five times now and Cora twice. Nice. Uh, he thinks our podcast is hilarious and keeps him entertained while he's at work. He's, <laughs> la- he's lost count of the times he's laughed out loud. That's awesome. Uh, That's such a joy to laugh out loud by yourself. It is. Uh, <laughs> he's glad we're continuing with Cora. We all know it's not as good as any, but it's fun to have uh, to learn more about the bending world. I completely agree. It'll be nice to have Hannah watch through Cora with fresh eyes and see how she thinks it stacks up to Atla. Um, David, I am guessing all of the hidden twists. And, and maybe to forget it all instantly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says, David, that was such a good burn. That's brutal. He and, says, Hannah's memory uh, or lack thereof does make for comedy gold. Thank you, David. I uh, accept Forever it. unclean. Forever unclean. So... <laughs> You haven't said that in a long time. He finishes by saying he always tries to be careful careful where he keeps his cabbages. Mm-hmm. He's currently growing cabbages in his garden. Wow. But wave after wave of snail attacks uh, is becoming increasingly more difficult to look oh, after them. That's sad. He decided to name the attacking snails Team Avatar. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is amazing. Please email us that's and fantastic. let us know how your war against Team Avatar is going. I know. It's golden. That's amazing. Thank you, David. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks so much for the email, David. Uh, let's see. And finally, we have an email from, and I'm, people, listen, genuinely, I feel bad about how much I butcher your names. Like, I'm genuinely sorry. Uh, but I'm going to say Patricia. The reason that I think I'm butchering that is because it's spelled P-A-T-R-Y-C-J-A. Patricia? Which I'm saying Patricia, yeah. Patricia? Her last name is Makoska. So, That's cool. Yeah, possibly uh, Russian or feel, Polish. Feel free to, to A, give us kind of an origin, but also yeah. a correct pronunciation. Yeah, so we didn't keep calling you, you Patricia, which I'm sure is not right. Well, okay, I also so want she, people that they can send us voice memos if they want. And you could say your name for us. That's true. Uh, you, she does sign off with Patty, so I'm going to call her oh, Patty. okay. Which is just, thank well, goodness. You should have done that from the get-go. So cool. <laughs> I know, but I yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting name, and I want to know more about it. I think it's awesome. Uh, she started listening to our Avatar podcast, and it's sick. So I, I think positively, she's you very into know. it. Only on episode seventeen, and we're already on Legend of Korra, so this really uh, might not apply if we've discussed this on later episodes. Is what she's saying. Uh, but she wants to talk about a possible theory about the Southern Air Temple attack because she learned, as I do with most things on this show, there's stuff that I freaking hate, and the fact that the Fire Nation was able to destroy the Air Nomads in the air. In the air. Okay. So here's her theory, which I like. I'm on board with. I'm still not in love with the whole idea, but I, she's putting some thought on this. If it's gonna have to happen, yeah. Cool, yeah, cool, and cool. I like it. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? Only you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she <laughs> uh, believe the fire. Na- she she sort of reiterates that my thing is that they can't get up there except without a flying bison because that's what Aang says. It's a fair reason, but but 
But, she puts three buts, didn't nice. the Fire Nation attack the temple on the day of Sozin's Comet coming through? And as we know, they Firebenders get a massive power boost from the comet, as you see, and she attaches a couple pictures. Yep. You genius. She's going full tinfoil hat conspiracist here with the evidence and all. I don't think so. I think so it sounds very reasonable. They get massively overpowered. Would it be far-fetched to say the, airbenders basically, or the Firebenders basically flew up, propelling themselves into the temple? Uh, Azula does that move often. Uh, so their theory under the common influence, they could have done it. I believe it. Yeah. I, I mean like that is better than anything the show gives us. So well done. Patty. Very plausible. Well done. Like I do still have probably, like, I just feel like wrangling them is still going to be a difficult thing. And like the fact that no one got away still surprises me, but I like where you're going. This is me nice. too. That's cool. She says, thanks again for making the podcast. It's so enjoyable to listen to and just amazing six, six, out of five cabbages from her. Wow. Yeah. Patty, thank you. Thank you all. It's so much fun. I don't mean to be this guy, but that's just not <laughs> physically possible. <laughs> Shut up. That, yeah, you need to talk to David about rearing cabbages because oh clearly gosh. he knows. Well, apparently he needs some help because you've got too many cabbages. The snail. Well, he's got the, the snails. Right. That's a problem. Right. Hey, hey. Go ahead. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, you're going to have to cut this probably. Is there any way... We can add something to the beginning of our Avatar episodes to say, like, hey, if you're just watching on Netflix, we're still recording Korra, so please feel free to send us emails, and we'll respond to your Avatar stuff, you oh, know? add stuff to the old episodes? Yeah, because, like, people think we're done, and so I still want to encourage them to email us and stuff. Well, I don't think that anyone thinks that we're done. Right, because when you oh. subscribe, the first episodes you see are Korra episodes. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just like, I like the idea of like how on Adventure Zone, they like update their Yeah, and I'm things. not sure how they do that. Okay. I, that must to, be a maximum think, fun thing. Like they must have. Yeah, I mean, I could look into it. It would be, because like what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to go into every, every MP3 I know. file and like I thought maybe there's a way to do every episode because that's what they seem to do i know yeah and i don't know how they do that okay it's um, fine. like it's it's probably worth looking into but like i if the, if i can't find a way that isn't like manually going into every Dude, episode and i agree yeah i just thought it was a fun idea yeah to let people oh yeah i love the way they do advertising av- avatar and Korra is so new avatar to netflix racing. like people are gonna be watching it yeah yeah um i'm done yeah okay so that's all i had uh are you good noah well, I just, we're talking about bloodbending so much. Um, you could say that when you bloodbend, right, you're kind of doing like, you're kind of like a puppeteer, right? Yeah. So I think it's a logical assumption to say that Tarlock is basically like Geppetto. <laughs> oh my gosh i can't believe you brought it back to that oh my gosh noah they're making a pinocchio movie and tom hanks is in talks to play geppetto it's two of our favorite things coming together geppetto and tom hanks if you put in keanu reeves i'm gonna lose my friggin' mind <laughs> yeah he's playing pinocchio he's the whale <laughs> you guys went two out. completely different directions the whale actually makes more sense i can't imagine them making key oh noah did you see what i sent you on facebook i did and did you see when i went yes no, dang it. I did. I did it. Buddy, they are not only making a John Wick 4, <gasps> they're making a John Wick 5. <laughs> yeah, it's being, it's being shot. They haven't done 4 yet. They're shooting them at the same time. Why? Because they're amazing. <laughs> what do you mean, why? Get out of here. It's like saying, why would you eat more pizza? Because I want the, to. There are times when the question, why would you eat more pizza, is a very valid question. I'm not vomiting John Wick yet. <laughs> 
Shut it. Let's watch that. Okay. But not one. Only well, two and three. Well, we got a what? One. I love one, oh. but I am not in the headspace right now to watch a dog die. Oh, that's fair. Um, we got to finish Umbrella Academy first. We got to agreed. No, you really yeah. need to get into it. Oh, for real, it's so good. It's so fun. Did like, you know that the creator was the guy from uh, uh, My Chemical Romance? No. Yeah, the front man for Weird. it created the comic book. I only know one song by my my chemical romance. Because the teenagers care the living no. out of me. Really? I thought all I know is monsters. That's not That's Matchbox twenty. Buddy, look it up. It's not Matchbox twenty. It's it's something It's my chemical romance. It's not my chemical romance. My chemical romance. I can't type because the Sombicide box is in my way. Shine down? What? Shine down? No. no. Midnight Kids? No. Eric Church? Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold no. On. Hold on, you, you, you fools. James Blunt? Yes, that's good. All Time Low? Dang it, it's called Matchbook Romance. Okay, you know why that's funny? We were both right. We were both like, it's like a hybrid <laughs> of the two things that we said. That's hilarious. That's weird. Wasn't that in a Guitar Hero It song? was in Guitar Hero 3 as well as the bonus songs. That is hilarious so yeah let's go on highs and lows we're both right yeah highs and lows okay highs and lows i can go first because i already said my low what's your low and lows i think that Mm-hmm. Asami has been so cool mm-hmm. about Korra and Mako. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird that she would do it now when mm-hmm. Korra is actually mm-hmm. in imminent danger. Peace. Imminent danger? Eminent. Imminent. Mm-hmm. Eminem. No, I. Yeah. It seemed like something that didn't need to be in the episode Eminem. at all. Like, it didn't need to be in it at all because it's annoying. But mm-hmm. if they're ever going to do that, now is not the time. Right. Like, like she's been kidnapped and Asami's like, I think Mako loves her <laughs> and is worried about her. And it's like, she's been kidnapped. Like, in all fairness, this- she didn't approach that subject to him. Like, I think Still. she did realize that was not the right time, but I just thought it was stupid. It was, it just didn't need like in the past. She's been so cool with Cora, like mm-hmm. wanting to be friends. I think that she would be like Cora, my friend, is in danger, and I think that would take her focus rather than Mako caring that his friend has been taken. Mm. I also hate Mako, so there we go. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I, mean, we, I think we all know that we've already addressed Milo as well. Yeah. Bloodbending has become this completely arbitrary thing that like suits whatever purposes they need it to when they need it to and also doesn't when they don't want it to. It's so fun to watch, though. <laughs> it's like very, it's such a creepy element. It is. And yeah, I mean, like it does grown have a, up yeah, have because a real, of it. Yeah, yeah I mean, like it's a fun, it's a fun idea and you're right. Like it adds this really eerie, dark, very dark aspect to yeah. the show. Yeah. I just don't like how they address it over time. It's just not consistent. It. No, what you got? What you got? I didn't. So it's kind of what Buddy was saying, but it's not at all what Buddy was saying. It's just about blood betting. So <laughs> um, I don't like the rule that they've established that it's about who's the stronger bender. Because yeah. it seems to me once you've been blood-bended, you shouldn't really be able to fight back. I just don't think that makes a lot of sense. I feel like you have to because otherwise, like, well, you could never defeat a bad guy. It's true. Well, and and that goes back to 
that the same sort of wishy-washy approach that they've also taken with how bending works. Because sometimes they don't need to move. They can overcome things with their mind or willpower. And other times it's about the motion and actually... Which it clearly was this time because he like encased him in rock and then he couldn't do it anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wishy-washy. Yeah. I think... Listen here, Michael uh, Martino uh, and the other guy. uh, uh, uh. Are you being the squirrely guy from Office Space? Just my stapler. I don't know why you took my stapler. <laughs> so help me know if you burn my house down. <laughs> I'll come for you. you know what? Do you like King of the Hill? Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that sounded Hannah just like him. Loves Bobby. It's because Bobby is so obsessed. funny. He's but no, so funny. You will never guess who my second favorite character is. Pocket Sand. Who's that? <laughs> it's Dale Gribble. <laughs> How did you guess? I don't know. It just went out in the flame. They did get their No. Yeah, she I, doesn't like Bill or. Uh, I hate or Bill and Boom, whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. I like Hank and Peggy is she annoying, but she really she, gets me yeah. sometimes. But I never expected to like Dale. And he'll say the weirdest stuff just like this. And I think it's so funny. <laughs> Pocket sand. Anyway, should we do a Have you not Hell seen podcast? that one? No, no she hasn't seen okay. Yet. Well, it's funny because oh, that's right because I sent you a a funny meme where it was like showing the different styles of bending, and then it had Dale throwing pocket sand. <laughs> I didn't get and it. She didn't get it, and I was like, <laughs> he like throws it at people's eyes. <laughs> pocket sand. <laughs> pocket sand. That's amazing. We did watch them where he thinks he has rabies, and so he's like walking around naked in the forest. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby! Uh, that's my favorite. Noah, you sound just like Hank Hill. <laughs> what are we? Can you talk like Bobby? What do they do if we? They ask for a steak no. medium, medium well, and we ask politely but firmly for them to leave. Wow, your Hank Hill's really good. Yeah, it's much better than Bobby's. I can't do Bobby's. Yeah, voice. well, Bobby's played by a girl, so it's hard. Hannah, what's your high? <laughs> I don't know. Can <laughs> you go? Probably what I'm doing at Hank Hill. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Can you go and then I'll go? Yeah, my high was uh, the thing that really brought the episode back up for me was that the flashback seeing uh, Sokka and Aang and all these other characters and also dealing like part of it was like, as always, nostalgia. It's fun to see them like the characters you love and you're getting. But also like it's starting to tie into the story arc with Yukon, who we may or may not know yet, but is tied directly to what's happening in the world right now with Amon and Tarlock. Mm -hmm. How? Yep. How indeed? A man and a woman. I thought that was going to be my high, but I was kind of disappointed by them. I thought that I did agree with you that Aang got beat a lot. And I was like, you are the avatar. Mm -hmm. Beat this little hillbilly. Mm -hmm. Anyway. This little hillbilly was able to bloodbend an entire room of people. That's true. He has the avatar state. He has the power of literally every last past avatar. You're right. You're right. You're right. How old was Aang when he died again? Uh, I think I 70? 70. Yeah, I think 74. I would think he'd want to go and rebuild the air temple. Hmm, good point. Do you think avatars are like obligated to remain where the majority of people are? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Do you have to travel your whole life to take care of skirmishes? I think There's avatars live different ways. <sighs> yeah. No, I think I all think avatars are the exact same way and do the exact same things. Yeah, they all do. the time. Because they're the same person. What's your high, Hannah? Um, I think my high is Cora. I thought that, um, I like any episode where I'm not annoyed by her, <laughs> and I thought that it was really That's cool so to watch sexist. her meditate and, like, use her time wisely, 
And um, even though she went above and beyond, she did not get electrocuted. (laughs) And she managed to fight her way out. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that she really proved herself to be super cool. Mm -hmm. No? Uh, Buddy's high. Buddy is high. Dude. (laughs) Get it? On life. Uh, It's a More specifically, I just... I was going to say specifically again. I just like seeing <laughs> Aang as an adult and doing adult yeah. Avatar things. Because he just looks so cool, especially with his beard. I wanted him to be goofy still, though. Yeah. I Is was actually disappointed thing? with Sokka that he wasn't goofier. I was actually... We are the opposite. I was actually glad he wasn't because I just think adult Sokka has been through war and deserves respect yeah. and, like... I would have hated for them to still turn him into a joke. Well, and so I meant like he could have, I don't know, I just felt like he could have said like a funny thing. Yeah, that's but true. Like, I, but still give the verdict that he gave in a way. I that thought was he was going to say Sparky Sparky Boom Man. Well, even if he which did that, been, like, it would have been hilarious, yeah, I thought. Because it would have been funny, but on point. Right. Exactly. But he didn't do it. Yeah. So nice going, yeah, seen too Michael and Brian. Brian. <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> Learn some backstory <laughs> on your own characters that you created. Well, we have already established that they need some bloodbending history. Or, you know, let's not be let's not be arrogant, Michael and Brian. If you're listening, <laughs> yeah, let's not yeah, be that's arrogant. Not arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> Please give us your insight onto what we're defend up. yourselves. <laughs> Actually, if, if either of you want to come on the show. Yes, please. You're more than Listen welcome to. Yeah. I'm sure that don't say that. Coming. It's just like we don't know who they are, and some random fan is going to be like, "I'm Michael DiMartino, <laughs> and I want to be on your podcast." Look at the email address. It's MichaelDiMartino at gmail dot com. The real one. <laughs> yeah, but for real though. <laughs> Hashtag the real Martino. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're opening our opening the doors. Yeah, maybe cut this <laughs> so people don't know how gullible we are. <laughs> Um, you want to change their rating? Oh, go ahead. That I read today in my counseling book that's kind of freaking me out. You know, everyone's doing telehealth counseling now. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you have to do as a counselor is like ensure that the person who gets on the call is, is your client. Mm-hmm. If you've never met them before and you don't know what they look like, they could be like, yeah, I'm buddy. And just for getting counseling. a free session. Right. Or like just like here to like screw with the person's medical notes. Yeah. Anyway, now I'm scared that I'm going to be like counseling someone and they're gonna be like i'm not becky six months later psych you fool get out of my laboratory that oh my gosh a dexter's laboratory podcast only you want to change their rating so much uh no i liked it still i'm gonna i think you should go up a little i'm gonna change it to a 3.8 <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm gonna go to 3.2. I think. What? Um, I think he's also trolling. Yeah. Oh. But he doesn't change his score. What are you it's talking about? He should. I have, a three's too I have low. At times. I uh, picks her. It it's didn't too happen. low. There was too much bloodbending. Buddy, the bloodbending was uh, cool. You only don't like one part of it. Literally all over the internet. Now go listen to our podcast. This sucks. Um. Hey, if you love listening to us bicker. Like this, you should totally listen to stories. Uh, just do a search for stories of Stark Friends podcast. Listen uh, here, fans. Wherever you listen to podcasts. I listeners. am the champion currently. Nope. It's true. You have to cut that. Nobody knows who the winner is of the third one. So please cut that. 
I was just trying to engage. I know. <laughs> uh, you can reach out to us uh, at Facebook or Twitter. Uh, our handle is at Stark Friends. We also have a Gmail address that is very popular, and you, uh, the first 20 callers <laughs> get through, uh, starkfriendspodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, the truth is that all callers get through. So Yay. that was a fun yeah. that was a fun little joke, buddy. Pulled on you. It was it was a thing. You feel stupid you, now. Yeah, you all bought feedback, it. But it, especially if you're Michael D. Martino. <laughs> well, my, well, we don't want any Michael D. Martino. Or are willing to make we only a want, Mar- Michael D. Martino email. Only we only, we only want Michael Dante D. Martinos. Oh, my bad. Stupid. My bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, only a real if, Michael Dante D. Martino would know that. Or if your list, if your or name is Michael D. Martino, and Jan you're Michael. not like the guy that made the show, but it's just a happenstance <laughs> that's also your name, definitely email us. Like my friend Dan Jackson, whose dad was Michael Jackson, and he never got over everyone yelling "thriller" at him. <laughs> they just yelled the word "thriller." <laughs> hey, yeah. Play free thriller. <laughs> I said that when I was working at the middle school I was at, there was a, a student that always would play her guitar. And I'd be like, hey, play Freebird. And they'd be like, what? Oh, and I was no. like, oh, wow. Aww. You're old. And then someone was like, play Wonderwall. And she's like, oh, nice. And I was like, oh, come on. That's I not as like funny. Wonderwall. I hate Freebird. That's because you're not living. I know. You um, should check out stories because this episode, this past episode, is really good because Hannah keeps interrupting me while I'm trying to tell the story <laughs> and like I'm completely sorry. derails my timeline. Oh no! Uh, and this episode That's isn't hitting for several weeks, so go back and try and guess which one it is. <laughs> I bet it'll be tough. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to be like interested and engaging. You were. It was terrific. You were interested yeah. and, hope, and engaging, and hopefully it derailed him enough that I win. Um, be careful where you take your cabbages, everybody. Oh, oh, my cabbages. Dang it, Bobby. What? <laughs> is that the close-up? That's the sign-off. I don't like it. <laughs> no. <laughs>